Well, hello guys. Welcome back to a new episode of the Entrepreneur Accelerator. This is me, Reem. Super excited again and again to have you here. Super grateful for you. You know how much I love podcasting and I love my show because it allowed me to speak to amazing people. It allowed me to interview some of the most influential people in the industry. It was really amazing. It was like a $1 million ticket for me to a top-notch university. Meeting amazing people, interviewing, talking to some of the top mindsets in the world. Super grateful for this and for you for uh, supporting me and for allowing me to continue in this journey. And um, in this uh, episode, I'll be talking to another amazing entrepreneur. He's an eight figure entrepreneur who has coached businesses and entrepreneurs, including Microsoft, ClickFunnels, Russell Brunson, and he has even worked with the U.S. Treasury. He is the one and only Alex Sharfin. I was really happy to have this conversation with him to get the chance to pick his brain. He's the CEO and the co-founder of Sharfin, and he's the host of the Momentum podcast, which is, I totally advise all of you to go and uh, uh, have a listen to what he says. Uh, of course, Alex is amazing. His story is so inspiring. and. He's so different at so many levels because he speaks the truth when it comes like to coaching and online businesses and what is happening in the online space and how to differentiate between real coaches and or real entrepreneurs and fake ones. You know, uh, we speak about that and we got the chance to speak about his journey. How did he become this eight-figure entrepreneur along with his uh, beautiful wife Katie and how to keep momentum? and how to get real freedom in your life and in your business. What are the tools and what is the secret to keep real uh, momentum and freedom in your life? Guys, if you're new to the show, welcome. Uh, My name is Reem. I'm the host of the Entrepreneur Accelerator podcast. I'm the founder of the Entrepreneur Accelerator Lab Mentoring Program. And I am here to help you and inspire you uh, launch and grow your business without wasting years of your life because I speak with influencers and top leaders to give you all the strategies and the tips that will allow you to take and implement immediately and achieve and amplify your success. If you would like to learn more strategies, more seven-figure strategies, and you want to be surrounded by like-minded people, I encourage you to join my community on Facebook, the Entrepreneur Accelerator Lab, uh, where I give all what I learn, all my experience, and all the trainings that will help you start and launch your business using seven-figure uh, launch strategies. So without further ado, let's go ahead and listen to this amazing episode with Alex Sharfin. I don't know where you are in life right now or where it is you want to go, but if you are a curious soul like me, I know this about you. You are searching for greatness in life. You desire financial freedom. And you ask yourself daily how you can master success in business without wasting years of your life. On this show, we are going to interview all the leading experts and influencers in the fields of marketing, mindset, and sales to expose all the tips and tricks you need to accelerate your business and amplify your success. My name is Reem Kharbat, and this is the Entrepreneur Accelerator. 
Okay, hello everyone. Welcome to a new episode of the Entrepreneur Accelerator Podcast. This is Reem. And forgive me, uh, my voice is not at its best because my doctor, you know, I don't know, I had something, I had a problem and, and there is like um, the cords, there is, some, there is something weird. I think you, you can feel it. But so I'm trying to be quiet in here. Um, I'm super excited about this episode. I have an amazing person I've been following for some time and I know that you've been wanting me to have him in here. Alex Sharfen, I'm really, really excited to have you in here just to give you a, a glimpse, If in case if you don't know him, he's a serial uh, and award-winning entrepreneur who built multi-million dollar companies. He went from being bankrupt in 2007 after the crisis and built his info business um, around uh, and creating this the program of uh, certified distressed property experts, selling over $70 million. Uh, Alex was featured in um, the Inc. list of fastest growing companies uh, three years in a row. Wow, that's amazing. And he was featured okay. in multiple major media outlets. He's uh, the, the go-to person for entrepreneurs, coaching them, mentoring them, and teaching them uh, how to understand, to understand how to plan strategically and uh, his mission is to empower entrepreneurs to grow and scale their business and make their greatest contribution. By the way, this is just a tiny little bit of who he is. He's an amazing entrepreneur, a great coach and mentor. I'm super happy to have you here, Alex. I would love to just seriously explode and tell you how much I'm excited. I just can't <laughs> scream. <laughs> well, Welcome. Thank you for having me. Please don't scream. Let's preserve your voice. And I just want to make sure I add something to that introduction. So everything that you mentioned there from the bankruptcy forward, Katie was involved in too. You know, uh, I get a lot of the credit, yes. but the fact is, is my wife and I worked together and even the real estate product that we had, I was kind of the face of the product, but she really ran the operations. And even today she runs um, sales and marketing for our company. She's on our leadership team. She really helps me run the business. And, and I, there's no way I could do any of that stuff without her today. So I want to make sure I'm not taking all the credit. It's really a team effort. Love it. Uh, power couple. And I, I, I love that. I support that. Me and my husband, I always say that I think without him and without us being together, having one of us would have the vision. The other would have, you know, the maybe yeah. the operation together. We, we, we complement each other. It's amazing. I love that. And I'm as a woman, like I'm jealous right now. So she should be happy for that. Thank you so much for this. And welcome to the Entrepreneur Accelerator, Alex. Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. Uh, I know I didn't talk too much about you. And I know there are so much uh, to tell uh, our audience. Just um, if you can give us a little bit of background on how you started. I know you were not just that normal kid, let's say. Um, no. How did you get into this entrepreneurial journey? So Reem, I, I, my father, when I was growing up, was a small business owner, a business owner. And so I, I, I grew up in a family business house, like where there was, a, there was a family business. And when I was about eight years old, the business failed. Seven or eight years old, the business failed. So it was a huge factory, a production facility in Fontana, California. My dad owned a company called American Concrete Roofing Tiles. It was going incredibly well. Um, the patents that he owns are now were, were owned. He doesn't have them anymore. We're, are worth a fortune now. But because the, um, the construction industry really collapsed in the early and late 70s, my father lost the business. So as a kid, 
I remember all the feelings of being in the house and the business failing and the discussions and how heavy it felt and how difficult it felt. In fact, the day that my dad auctioned off all the equipment at his warehouse, I actually went with him and his partner and I was there and they sold everything. They sold forklifts and machinery and loaders and all kinds of other stuff. And at the end of the auction, there was a drill press and a drinking fountain. And my dad and his partner flipped a coin and we brought the drill press home and the drill press got put in our garage. And my whole childhood, it was there for about 10 years. Mm. And I would walk outside and I'd actually look at the drill press. I don't even, I'm like, how weird is a kid to go stare at a drill press? But it represented like failure and how bad it was for my family and how stressed my parents were. And I remember I used to stand there and think like, how do you make business grow? How do you make it so a business doesn't fail? You know, and I think a lot of kids get obsessed with something. Some kids are obsessed with bugs. Some kids are obsessed with cars. You know, some kids are obsessed with like the, the, with science, with the table of periodic, periodic chartered elements, all those. I was obsessed with business and, but like deep, deep obsessed with business since I was very little. And I think it was from that trauma of watching my family lose the business as this little kid, I decided I was going to fix it. And so I don't feel like I found entrepreneurship. I feel like it found me because I was so different. And along with that, in school, socially, I was super awkward and with both the students and the teachers. So I didn't really feel like I had my place. And so when, after my dad's business failed, uh, starting when I was about eight, I started working with him. And mm. you know, now as a 47-year-old as a adult, I understand just how traumatic it is for an eight-year-old to work almost full-time. But back then, I didn't, I didn't know whether it was good or bad. I didn't have context. But what I did know was the first time I ever went with my father and we worked at a flea market, like a swap meet where people sell stuff over a table. And the first time I was ever there and a woman walked up and started talking to me and I sold her, this is 1970, or no, sorry, early 1980s. I sold her this like tiny little calculator that you could put on your keychain. And I remember she gave me the money and I gave her the calculator and I was like, wow, that was good. Like something good happened here. And I was kind of hooked. Like I I loved selling. I loved the business. I loved, you know, here's what I I think was most attractive to me when I was out in the world, when I was at school, when I was just not, not working with my dad, everything felt very random. Mm. When I was working in the business, everything felt very predictable, which is crazy because business is really unpredictable. But to me, the world was so much less predictable that I really enjoyed business. And so as a kid, I ran companies or not, I made money when I was a kid. So I I sold stuff to other kids when I was in grade school. Then I did it again in junior high. I had a window washing company in high school. I started a financial consulting firm that I sold, moved across the country as part of the buyout. Then through a series of very fortunate events, became a, a consultant and worked at a very high level, working with companies like Fuji and Belkin and Targus and Microsoft, just amazing, incredible opportunities and, and experience. And, um, and so that's where, where things really started for me. But for me, I think I was always an entrepreneur because I was so different than everybody else. I, and I've, I've always had a hard time following other people's systems, but I'm pretty good at creating my own. Yeah. So it's, it's always been really hard to like adopt another way of doing something. I've, you know, I've kind of done it my own way for my whole career. And do you think that uh, you got this from your dad? Like, was he your inspiration in creating the systems and knowing the business? And like, how did you, you develop know, this? There's that de- my father was definitely like a, a major inspiration in that he ran a business. And, and when I looked at my dad, I wanted to run a business. I remember there was this really interesting um, conversation one time where we lived in this small neighborhood and my dad worked, but he was home a lot of the time because he didn't have a normal job. 
And one of the neighbor kids and I got in a fight and the neighbor kid said something like, um, oh yeah, well, you know, at least my dad has a job. And I was like, whoa, geez, whoa. He, mm. he like ripped on my dad. That's horrible. Mm. So later on that night, I was like, dad, I need to tell you something. So Tony said, you know, at least my dad has a job because you don't have a job. And my dad said, well, next time he says something like that, you tell him I don't have a boss and his dad. Yes. And so go let him know that, you know, his dad has somebody who tells him what to do every day. And I don't. And I remember like that stuck. I'm like, Oh, Mm -hmm. I hate like school. I don't like having a boss. I don't like having a teacher. So I think that, you know, from, from a very young age, I was kind of set up to go into entrepreneurship and be independent. Love it. You know, this is the, um, Let's say this is the major, um, uh, I don't know how you say it, but this is like, I came from this uh, environment from my mom and dad. They're both uh, uh, teachers. They were teachers. And we came from this, uh, let's say, uh, background where you have to study, you have to get the highest grades and you have to go to college. You have to get a good job, good, secure job. And by the way, after 15 years being a CFO in a, a multi-million dollar company being a part of, I was a member of the board of directors. I was kicked out on the day I gave birth. So <laughs> I don't mean to laugh, but there's so many stories like that. It's, it's very ironic, right? It's the thing that everybody think that this is where security comes from. It's basically yeah. where you should literally, um, I always tell like everybody, like do not wait till you get, till you get kicked out of your job. Till you realize that you can be your own boss and you can just start building your business. I've been in this for almost five years and I cannot wait. Like I, every chance I get to um, tell anybody just, you don't have to wait for a pandemic to start a new business or to learn how to um, run your own business. You don't have to be kicked out or wait for a bad economy or, or a pandemic to, to start that. Um, We'll come to that in a bit when we start or when we talk about coaching and and uh, why is it also important to have maybe a coach if you want to start or to scale your business. I found out that during my journey, I had a lot of mistakes and uh, I know that you love systems and creating systems <laughs> and how you how to get people or let's say entrepreneurs out of being ran by their businesses because most of people when they start becoming entrepreneurs um they think that it's just a one man show they get too deep into this and their business run them instead of they you know running their business can you tell us a little bit about the importance of having systems and when do i have to start implementing that during the journey yeah for sure so I think one of the biggest issues in the entrepreneurial world today is expectations. I think um, there is an entire army of marketers out there that are creating a very huge set of false expectations. And here's Mm -hmm. what I mean by that. There's Mm -hmm. this impression in the market that if you're not wealthy within 90 days, you did something wrong. There's this impression in the market that, you know, all you have to do is put together a promotion and a funnel and you can be a millionaire by the end of a year. There's this impression in the market. And this is, this is my favorite that you can have no expertise, no experience, and go make it as an expert, which to me, that is like one of the biggest fallacies we're teaching anyone out there is 
it's just unfair what we're doing. Mm. And so, you know, when I, when I look at the, the business world, you know, I'm, I'm challenged by how many people are judging themselves for not having created success overnight. Mm. You know, in 2007, Katie and I looked like an overnight success. Because, well, not 2007, really 2008. In 2007, we looked like overnight failures yeah. in, in, you know, I, I didn't finish this part of the story, but after I had that consultancy, when I met my, my wife, I sold it and we went into real estate. We did exceptionally well in real estate. We built some very large companies in real estate. In 2007, when the market crashed in Florida, we lost it. And we started an information product company. And in 2008, our business, or in 2007, our business did about $120,000. In 2008, it did about $500,000. In 2009, it did $7 million. Wow. In 2011, it did about $8 million. And in 2000, uh, sorry, 2010, it did eight. In 2011, it did about just under 10. And so we were the 21st fastest growing company in the United States. And to anybody watching, it's like, wow, look how fast they did it. I had 13 years experience as a consultant. I, I had tons of time in the chair, helping people, going through frameworks, understanding systems and process and understanding how to structure deals and make things happen. And so we were able to put something together that, that looked like it created success very quickly, but there was a lot of history there. And so, you know, I think in the entrepreneurial world, the faster you can start using a proven framework and a proven system, the better. I think far here's here's one of the big issues that I see in entrepreneurship is anytime I go out and speak to a group of entrepreneurs, I ask, how many of you got into entrepreneurship in some way for freedom? And the whole room puts their hand up. Nobody says I didn't get into, you know, I, I, the, the freedom wasn't part of it. And the challenge is, is that in order to create freedom in your life, what you really need is clear structure, process and routine. If you don't have structure, process, and routine, you really can't create freedom in your life because everything start, ha happens randomly and you have to be there to make it happen. Yeah. And so to me, the biggest fallacy or the biggest misunderstanding in entrepreneurship is that you can have the freedom from process, structure, and routine. That's not how it works. Mm -hmm. It's the reverse. Process, structure, routine in your business and your life creates freedom. And so when you ask how early should somebody start with it? We want people to start with it as they start their business. We want them to understand process, structure, and routine, especially for themselves. Mm. But a lot of people, they don't know that. You know, the thing is, uh, and from what I've seen, uh, let's say, as you said, I came from, I, I joined the online world recently. My business uh, was, uh, we started it offline. Me and my husband, we had zero knowledge with, you know, I, I used to be a CFO, I worked in corporate, so I know like how it should look like, but it's so <laughs> much uh, difficult to take decisions. Like I, I was able to take decisions, multi-million dollars decisions but for using other people's money, you know, not yeah. mine. And that was like totally different and scary. So there are a lot of things that we had to, with trial and error and just, you know, having the proper mindset, we managed to do that. But I'm telling you, having systems in place and having the routine and the processes, it's something that I think 90% of entrepreneurs, they will fail uh, um, understanding until they lose or, you know, they lose somewhere and then they will figure out that. There is something wrong. This is it, you know? Yeah. And I have to, like, because as you said, 90% of, of people, they want freedom. But then they realize that uh, 
they're working uh, 24 hours, seven yeah. days a week. And this is not the freedom that, uh, no, let me go back to my old job, to my boss. At least I used to work from nine to five and I had two days off. But when you're an entrepreneur, you're the janitor, you're the marketing. I always joke around with people. Yeah. You're yeah. everything. You're I, everything. I always joke around with people that, that as an entrepreneur, we're the only people who quit a nine to five job so that we can have the freedom of working from 9 a.m. to 10 p.m. every day, seven days a week. Because that's really what happens, especially exactly. at the beginning. Yeah. Exactly. Absolutely. So, um, so when we say that you need to have processes and, and systems and routines, what is it like? Is it automation? What are we talking about exactly? Is it something that we need to implement in our life? And reflect in our business, is it inside? Like, can we just talk a little bit more about what is it exactly? Where do I start? Absolutely. So where we start with people is with themselves personally. So we have we have three different coaching programs and, and memberships where we help people grow and scale their businesses. But in every one of our memberships, we start with the human being. So we show people how to drink more water, how to start a morning routine how to use our momentum planning system, which is this planner that I, I use every day, my family uses every day, all our clients and our team use every day. And so we show first, let's get the person, let's get process structure and routine set up around you so that as your business grows, as things get overwhelming, you can stay in the pocket and do what you need to do. Now, when it comes to the business, we have very specific systems and processes, but this is what I believe every business needs to have. One, a strategic plan. We need a roadmap so that everybody knows where the business is going. Yeah. We talk to several hundred businesses a month. 99% of them do not have a strategic plan of any kind other than maybe a project they're doing, but no strategic planning system to build the projects, the processes, hire the people and build the business. The second place where we think you need to have clear process and structure is how are you communicating that strategic plan to the team and how are you meeting with your team, interacting with your team? That should all be a structure. Far too many entrepreneurs just expect it to happen we have a system called the cadence, the sharpen cadence, where uh, you meet with your team at the same time, you meet with them for the same reasons, they know what to expect, they know how to succeed. And then the third system is a process to consistently build your business in an intentional way. Here's what we see far too often in the entrepreneurial world. People bring projects and processes and people into their systems of they, because they feel like it. So they say, you know, this month I'm going to do this thing because I was just at a mastermind and somebody else was doing it. Or I have this idea from being on social media this morning. So here's what we're going to do. And there's no, there's no way that they, they analyze their business. I think one of the biggest issues in entrepreneurship is that we have a fire, ready, aim attitude towards pretty much everything. It's like, how fast can I get started? Where, and that's how I've lived my entire career. So I've had to unlearn that yeah. and back into First, how do I analyze what's going on? Then prioritize what my options are, commit to the option that is best, execute like crazy without messing with more decisions, and then renew. That's our five-step process for growing a business is analyze, prioritize, commit, execute, and renew. And I think that most entrepreneurs fail because they start with commit. They're like, I'm at a mastermind. I just saw this thing on stage. I'm rolling it out tomorrow. We're going to do this new funnel, or I'm going to write a book, or I'm going to do an audio, or I'm going to do this. And really, what we should constantly be doing is absorbing the ideas, analyzing what's there, prioritizing what's best, committing to what we really think is going to move us forward, executing like crazy without making decisions in an execution period, and then doing it again. And if we follow that five-step process, everything in a business shifts. Amazing. 
you know, seriously, you made me think a lot, <laughs> a lot <laughs> that, um, that seriously, we, I personally need to think about, especially when you have multiple businesses and yeah. so, like it gets more chaotic. I, I always committed to myself as a mom as well, not to work more than four hours a day. Otherwise I'll be hypocrite, you know, calling out for, you know, freedom and uh, financial freedom and even teaching people how to do that. But at the same time, if I'm, as we said, just being deeply involved in, in all the businesses, then definitely um, I'm not having the freedom that I'm looking for. And I have to, uh, as you said, you know, that you said just small words that I've been thinking about for the past um, couple of months. Uh, that are because I see everyone around me in the online space <clears throat> focus thinking that business, for example, is just the funnel. This is one of the things oh, you know yeah. they business don't know. Not a it's not, business, a and you know what? It's more than that. Rain business is not a tactic. Mm-hmm. You know that's the not issue. So many people think their business is a tactic. Mm-hmm. It's I've got this funnel. I've got this promotion. I've got this ebook. I've got this thing that that's just a promotion. It's not a business. It's you know you might make some money, but Businesses are not tactics. They're much greater than that. There's a lot more to it than that. And when you said, especially that also, I spend most of my years building business plans and strategic plans. So I totally understand that. But some of, let's say, people who are starting out, they don't have, let's say, the knowledge. I know that you had the also your business as a um, in financial consultancy. So I think, you know, you have this finance background, right? Do you have a finance Well, background? when I was much younger, when I was in, in my teens. Actually, yeah, in my early, actually 19 to 21, I had a a financial business where we did billing and collection software, Mm. but I was never in financial planning or anything Mm. like that. It was more of a financial consultancy where we showed fraternities and sororities in the United States how to do automated billing. We actually ran the billing for them. So it was a, it was a very interesting business that we, that we were very young and didn't have a lot of perspective to run. But the thing is, you know, Thinking, for example, I had a lot of conversations with people that when you start your business, even as an entrepreneur, even if you're just starting out, you need to have, for example, an exit plan. And no one understood what is an exit plan. Like it's either you're building your business for legacy, I understand, to give it to your children, grandchildren, grandchildren. But at the same time, you also need to think of a way how um, how to see the end from the beginning. And from there, when you have a plan, as you said, you can just know where you're heading. And it, it's a very important process to start or to start with building a strategic plan or a business plan for your business to know where you're, what do you want to do rather than focusing just on systems and tools and thinking that this is the business or I'm having this uh, uh, product today, this promotion today, and that's it. But what are you going to scale? How are you going to um like scale your business or make it bigger, you know? And um, this is really, I'm really excited about this. And I know that you're having something that um, in October, you're planning to uh, teach us. But before that, uh, guys, you have to know that Alex has uh, the Momentum podcast and you have to listen to it. And in your last episode, in one of your recent episodes, you were talking about fake coaches. Yeah. And this is a topic that I like, seriously, the other day when I read your post and when I heard the episode and when I was like, this is a sign 
from the sky that it's true. I've been witnessing this and I've been silent for some time because I had a conversation with a lady who accused people in the space uh, for stealing the money of the poor yeah. under the name of uh, uh, fake coaching. So yeah. you were talking about fake coaches and how to be aware of fake coaches. How can we uh, know who is, <laughs> how can we tell who is good from bad in the online space? And especially that anybody can be anybody in the online space. How can we beware of fake coaches? Yeah, so I'm, I'm glad you brought this up. So one of the biggest issues that I see in the information products coaching expert space today is that there are far too many people teaching how to design a product and sell it, but never deliver it. There's not a lot of emphasis in delivery in our market. In fact, if you go out to buy a product on how to deliver success to your clients, yeah. good luck on finding it. Like we're one of the few products out there because the online marketing space has 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 kind of died, like, I don't know, it's kind of diluted itself down to make money in 90 days. You can do one promotion and be a millionaire, you know, make money overnight, do it with, with no experience. And the problem is we're, we're, we've had this influx of people into the coaching space that don't really know what they're doing. And here's the other problem is, and I'm probably going to catch some serious heat for saying this. So I want to say it as, as politically correct as I can, but there are far too many people who have figured out how to gain influence through Instagram or Facebook or getting some type of following somewhere, and they're backing into a business deliverable. So in other words, they've gone out and gotten the attention first. They have no idea what to sell. So they, they make something up, they license something, they steal something, they, they, you know, they, they promote somebody else's stuff. And we're in this world right now where to the uninitiated subscribers and likes and followers and, you know, how many people are on your Instagram, that all means a lot. And so if yeah. somebody has a hundred thousand or a million followers somewhere, people look at that person as having credibility. Yeah. And the challenge is, is that oftentimes the person who has the most attention is not the best person in the category. In fact, that's almost a rule in most cases, not all, but in most. And so you asked the question, how do you find real coaches? Well, I have, I have like my own thoughts on this, but my friend, Julie Stoin put out the best post on this. Somebody asked her, how do we find a good coach? So I'm going to give Julie full credit, by the way, she runs a, a Facebook group called the marketer's heart. And um, it's amazing because it is just honest marketers talking about how to ethically sell and how to go do business. And nobody is dropping like pictures of their Stripe account or anything like that. Yes. They're actually talking about how do we go make a big difference with people? And so here's what Julie said. Look at somebody and ask, this is how you know who's legit and who isn't. Customers who've stayed with that person for years, not months. I just got a text message for a, a, a person that I've been consulting with since 2009. So we're looking for long-term relationships here. Customers who've had success and will happily and freely say, yes, this person was a great mentor, not just on a testimonial, but when you talk to them on social. Influencers who stay the course of time, who are not a flash in the pan, who show their human side, their messy side, not the fake messy, but actually let you know like when things are going wrong. When my mom and a really close friend of mine passed away last year, I basically left my company for two months and everybody knew about it. We didn't hide the fact that I went on sabbatical. We didn't hide the fact that I went away. So you want people who actually let you know what's really going on. Um, when and if you can meet the person in real life, see if the real life version is the same as their online version. 
Trust those who talk about, trust those who talk just as much about profit and saving as they do sales and making a bunch of money. Um, trust those who aren't afraid to share their heart, the harder side of business or admit mistakes or be honest with their numbers. Watch how they act with their students. Watch how they act with those who are not VIP clients. And then note how much time they spend with their customers versus their internet circles and networking. And then she also went on to say, and I love this part. She said, this is what's really not important. Clothing, lifestyle, how big their house is, how perfect their power couple marriage is, perfect kids, endless vacations, fancy cars, or perfect branding photos. And I think Julie nailed it. This is, this is reality. Like if you want somebody who actually runs a business, that's going to help you go find somebody here at the top. And by the way, if they have nice clothes and a nice lifestyle and a and nice wife and stuff, that's not something you count against them. But I think here's the problem is that far too many people in the online space today start with clothing, lifestyle, size of the house, perfect power couple, married to perfect kids, and then say, what do I learn from this person? We really need to reverse this. I absolutely love this. Uh, unbelievable. I'm glad I had it sitting right there. Yes, yes. Thank you so much. And I'll make sure that I will also post this and share it because so many people need to read this and to understand this because when we talk about creating a business and creating impact, we're not just, um, these are not just words. You are having an impact on other people's lives. You are, if you want to have a long-term success and maintaining that success, not just as an overnight success. If you want to do that, then you have to have the ethical business. You have to have loyalty and you have to learn, you have to understand what is um, customer loyalty and how to focus on that, how to build relationships with your clients. And because these, this is the real investment return on relationships and having uh, uh, customers coming back to you over and over again, no matter what, not just, as you said, for two months and and that's it. Thank you so much. That was really amazing. And thanks, Ju- Julie, for for writing that. That was yeah. amazing. Seriously. And you know what's funny, Reem? The day so there was this day where I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna make the list of how you find the right coach. And as I said that, I was on Facebook and I looked over and there was a thing from Julie, and I'm like, what is that? And I clicked on it. It was in one of the posts in her group. Mm-hmm. It was this. And I thought, well, okay, I don't need to write this. I'm just going to use Julie's and tell everybody it's hers because she wrote it better than I could have. That was, it's so good. Like that is the way to find the right coach. Absolutely. She's, she's great, honestly. But again, we're in the online world and uh, people just get easily, uh, there are so many uh, deceit in, in there because, you know, when you teach or when they talk about writing a great copy and just using, uh, human psychology and the triggers on how to play on the people's feelings and touching on their pains. That is true, but use it, use it in the right place and use it. If you are really, if you know what you're talking about and not just because there are so many people who will be hurting others with their fake, uh, uh, let's say um, teachings. And, and that is sad. That is really, really sad. And I, I told you, I I really felt that I needed to talk to you, Alex, when you wrote that post, because when you said that, you seriously, when you, you might hurt people instead of just helping them when you say that you're a coach and you, you, when you're an expert with some, something that uh, you know nothing about, it's really sad. And I felt that I really need to talk about this and to address it because I've seen a lot around me like this. 
uh, thank you so much again for for this. Um, so you teach uh, people in different levels, uh, starting out people who are in their midway, let's say in their journey, and people who want to build their hundred million dollar uh, business. Uh, is it like are these one on one coaching? What is it that you do with uh, with your students? So we have memberships at each level, and we we have three memberships that we sell and four that we deliver. The fourth one is invitation only, and you have to have been in our memberships. But just to give you a quick summary, Reem, mm-hmm. the three products we have are called Foundation, Catalyst, and Accelerator. So Foundation's the first course, and that's typically for somebody who's around six figures. And in Foundation, what we're showing you how to do is build a strategic plan, execute the plan like crazy, right up to the point where you need to start getting help. Mm-hmm. And then- In Catalyst, we have, that's our second level program. And Catalyst is all about building out that core team, getting a really solid team of people around you. And then the process of going from doing everything as an entrepreneur to offloading it and getting help so that you do less and less tactically. Then once you have that core team built and you're ready to start building a leadership team and breaking the company into departments, our third level is called Accelerator. Mm -hmm. And the price of our programs are... Foundation is $300 or $500 a month, depending on if it's one person or two people. We work with a lot of couples, so both of them are there. Uh, Catalyst is $800 or $1,500 a month, so depending, again, if it's one person or two people. And then our third program, Accelerator, is always $2,500 a month because it's always a two-person program. So anyone who's an accelerator is there with the person who's running the business and the person who's operating the business. And the way we coach entrepreneurs is to bring in somebody, bring in people to help them. Like, you know, we think entrepreneurs need more help than anybody else out there, but we have a really hard time asking for it and getting it. And so our systems are all about identifying where you need help, getting it quickly and predictably, and then being able to onboard or being able to recruit, hire and onboard people so that they're effective within their first week. And when people can, when can they start? Uh, joining the, is it already there or it's always there it's we don't we don't have launches we don't have anything like that all of our programs are available any day of the week um we don't <laughs> you know how earlier you just said you can use those persuasion techniques yeah we try to use none of them i know that sounds crazy but we actually do not try and persuade people to join our programs other than talking about them and having our members talk about them we don't use a lot of the high pressure tactics in fact um, about five months ago, we stopped using a high a commission salesperson to sell anything and we use our coaches. So today, if you get on a call with our company, you're going to be talking to either probably my wife, Katie, if she's doing sales calls, she, she jumps in like every once in a while. But most of the time, you're going to be talking to somebody who's on our coaching team. And so our coaching team is their consultants, their coaches. They talk to our members every single day. They help them figure things out and then find solutions. And so the way that we sell is we get on a coaching call and we find out where the person is. We determine if we think we can help them. We present them with the options we have. And there's absolutely no pressure. If somebody says, I want to do this, but I'm in another program and it ends in three weeks. Great. We'll hear from you in three weeks. You know, we don't have a, if you sign up now, we're going to give you this thing that goes away forever. We don't do it. Here's why, Reem. Like, this is very important. Mm -hmm. I don't think that high pressure and high ticket works. Here's why. When you do high pressure and high ticket, you pressure people into spending money that they weren't prepared to spend or that they didn't want to spend or they didn't have clarity around what they were spending. I want the opposite. When somebody joins one of our programs, we have very low pressure and they're higher ticket programs. I just gave you the pricing. They're not outrageous, but they're more expensive than most. But here's why we do it this way. 
we make sure that we're not pressuring the person. We want the person coming to us, asking all the questions they need to ask. We want to explain to them how we can possibly help them. And then if they feel it's a good match, they join us. There's no pressure. There's no time limit. There's no timer in the corner of, of our webinars. There's none of that stuff. Because here's what happens if you have high pressure and high ticket. If you pressure somebody into a $30,000 a year program that isn't ready for it, the next day they feel buyer's remorse. Two weeks later, they feel like you need to solve their business problems for them. And two months later, they feel like they got taken advantage of. I don't ever want anyone who's worked with us to feel taken advantage of. I want people who worked with, work with us to go out and tell everybody in the world, hey, like Sharpen solved everything. They changed my life. You know, I, I feel better about what I'm doing now. I have more time with my family now. The last thing I need is somebody saying, I got pressured into a high pressure program with, with Sharpen and it didn't deliver. That doesn't happen to us. We don't have a lot of those comments in the marketplace. I love it. Seriously. And maybe this is the first time that I have someone uh, uh, in my show not talking about the ethical persuasion and, and uh, which is, again, I felt that it was totally unethical, you know, yeah. just, as you said, pressuring people because it, it's so true. It's so true. And this, yeah. Is, yeah. this is what I see happening in the space. But I, again, I love it. You said that uh, uh, the, the three levels of, uh, of your membership programs and they are really compared to to the market. These are amazing prices for someone who really cares uh, about accelerating their success and building business their business the right way. Uh, I love that, um, Alex. Uh, oh, I was just going to add one thing, Reem. So here's the other thing. I just want to make it really clear on those programs. Even at the three to five hundred dollars, so even at the one person three hundred, two person five hundred, we have in person coaching. So what we believe as an organization is that you really need three things in order to succeed in business. You need, and I, I got this from, from Taki Moore, who I was in his program for a couple of years. He teaches people how to coach. But I remember I was sitting in his room and he said, you know, here's what really creates success in, in your programs. The first, first thing is content. You have to have very solid content so somebody can come in, absorb the content, get up and running quickly. And yeah. so every one of our programs has content. The second part, which is crucial, is coaching. Because people will absorb the content, but they need to be able to get help so that they're not stuck. So even at the three dollars to $500 program, we have three calls a week for those members that are open to them. And if they need to, they can get on one, a call with one of our coaches. And then, so the third thing, so it's content, coaching, and now this is the big one, community. See, most programs don't realize how big an aspect of learning community is. So in our programs, every all three levels, and then the, the level that is invitation only, it's all there's a content platform, there is coaching for exactly what you need at that level, and then there's a community of other people going through the exact same thing. So between those three, um, those three ways of learning and those three ways of absorbing content, we know that we're going to get an extraordinary high success rate with the people who sign up for our programs. Love it. That's absolutely amazing. Thank you so much, Alex, for sharing this with, with us. Uh, for people to know more about your programs and to follow you and listen to your podcast, where can they find you? So there's two places. So one momentumpodcast.com. Uh, that's our, uh, we have a podcast called momentum for the entrepreneurial personality type. Really exciting in the past, um, in the past like few months, we haven't really known where we stood, but then we got some information out of Chartable and it's top 100 in business in the United States last week. And we're mm -hmm. in the top 1,000 out of 800,000 podcasts worldwide. So super exciting about the Momentum Amazing. Podcast. It's funny. I got a lot more excited about it once I knew the numbers. <laughs> and then the second place, and this is a big one. So um, 
October 6th, 7th, and 8th, I'm hosting a free live training. And it's it's absolutely live. It's me for three days. The promotion is the, the website to go check it out is called MomentumMasterclass.com. And um, just MomentumMasterclass.com. You can register there. And then my team will send you prompts so that you can get onto the, the, um, the class. And here's what we're going to do in three days. I'm going to show you clearly how to understand where your business is and what you should be focused on, how to assemble a plan to get to where you want to go, and then know exactly how you create success and understand how to get there. So in the course of three days, you're going to have intelligence on your business and tools that you just didn't have before. I don't know if you can tell. I'm, I'm over the top excited about this. We think we're going to get a few hundred people there. I'd love for you to be one of them. Thank you. Thank you so much. That was really awesome. I loved talking to you and I wish that we can talk more about a lot of things to, um, especially in this field and in this entrepreneurial uh, world. Thank you so much for being here. I had a blast talking to you and uh, uh, maybe I'll speak to you very soon. Thank you. Reem, thank you so much. I really appreciate your time and the way that you conducted this interview. And I just want you to know, like, I'm definitely willing to come back in the future. I appreciate you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks for listening. If you've liked this episode and you want to go a lot deeper and you want to learn more about my philosophies and methodologies and tactics on leadership, business, finance, and mindset, everything that I learned and implemented to hit the seven figure while building a business around your life and family, if you want to create an impact and be a high achiever, then I really encourage you to check out my program, the Business Accelerator Lab. It's transforming lives because it's an implementation lab. It's the information there is really, really powerful and very tactical. You know, people have asked me before, Reem, how did you manage to get all that done in just a few years with no following, no external funding? And they asked, can you mentor us? They understand that all great athletes have a coach because a coach holds them accountable. Even superstars have a mentor because a mentor pushes them and challenges them and is honest with them and teaches them. And so if you believe that you are maybe stuck in your life or maybe you're successful but you want to significantly get to the next level, if that's of an interest to you and you don't want to waste years of your life trying to figure it out, then I'd love to tell you about the Business Accelerator Lab. It's my mentoring program where you're gonna absolutely love it. We'll talk all mindset, business, marketing, productivity, simply how to run your business and not let your business run you. It's exactly what I've done and how I managed to build three businesses all the way from Saudi Arabia while being a mom. The final thing that I'll leave you with is this. If this episode of the Entrepreneur Accelerator has been valuable to you, I would love it if you would share it with three of your friends in the next 24 hours so we can get the message out. I want to thank you for being here with me in this episode and I wish that you all received great value from it. If you'd like to know more about me and what I do, let's connect on Facebook or maybe you can book a power session with me at reemkharbat.com. That is R-E-E-M-K-H-A-R-B-A-T.com. One more time, thank you so much and I'll see you next time. Take care.